A lifetime of hard work, children laughing in the kitchen, family photos on a restaurant wall, a legacy that lives on. It all comes from the power of a conversation, like the one Tommy Hall had with First Horizon Bank about taking over his father's Charleston-based restaurant business. Now the table is set for a whole new generation. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Tommy. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. What is the state of radio today? What advice could we give potential radio advertisers? We got a couple of industry experts, some people with feet on the streets, and more all today on Marketing Mad Men. They say marketing is a madman's game. So now we turn it over to the Marketing Mad Men with Nick Constantino and Trip Job. Happy Saturday. Welcome to the Marketing Mad Men. Trip Job and Nick Constantino here. And, uh, you know, we are, we've been kind of blowing through some of the um, things that businesses are looking at this time of year. And that is, you know, their budget, where do they spend their money. Um, we talked a lot about social media last week. So yep. um, why don't we use the time? I mean, right now, uh, traffic is back. We're in our cars. And um, the ads have been prolific, uh, whether it's whether it's sports related, whether it's political related, whether it's someone else trying to get in the mainstream. But, um, you know, I think radio is obviously it's it's a medium we're on, but it's a medium that uh, I think we've seen a lot of change and a lot of opportunity. And, and some businesses don't think about it. So hopefully today, uh, Nick, will get your experience. We've got a few other people coming in and, sure. you know, let's talk about. Um, where where is the state of radio? Sure, where it's going? Uh, what has changed? And there's been a lot of change, you know, sure. from early, my early career, where you you know when you would think about buying radio to today. So sure. Well, let's throw it out by saying first that uh, most radio people are boring. It is an old <laughs> medium, so we're going to try to go through this fast and keep this lively, um, and and for multiple reasons, but mainly because I mean it, it's a hundred year old uh, industry. I mean, you know, it was cool. I was in Florence, Italy. And the grave of the Marconi, of Marconi, who he invented the radio in like the 1500s, 1600s is there. Um, And it's his grave is there. And I remember I sent Colin a picture just as I started working here. I was like, pretty cool, because there's a war named after this guy, all this stuff. But it shows how old the industry is. Also, we found out during COVID that uh, there was a law passed in like the late 60s to which that radio is essential. Okay, so first and foremost, if an EMP hits and there's no other way to get the masses, Hand crank radio is the only way messages are going to be relayed. TV doesn't work. Internet doesn't work. So radio is an essential part of infrastructure, which has made it so hard for radio stations to disappear because the government needs that bandwidth to reach everybody. It's also one of the few mediums that has chartered to the community. So we actually have EEO obligations. We have a public charter. We can lose our license if we are not serving the interest of the community. Now, serving the interest of the community can be misconstrued and and manipulated multiple ways, but ultimately all it's saying is is that we have a obligation to serve our community. Community with messaging, with events, with all these things that reach there. That is not there. I mean, Facebook doesn't have it. Twitter doesn't have it. I promise you, there's nowhere on the internet that says you have to serve the public good. Just look at the internet for five minutes. You'll see how little it does to serve the public good. Um, So that's, I think, one of the common misconceptions is that it really has this charter and also it's SEC regulated. Um, so we really, sorry, it's FCC, Federal Communications right, Commissions, right. regulated, um, which means like we have affidavits, we have notaries, everything we do, the steps involved is insane. Well, I love what you said about community because I think, you know, one of the other things, I think where radio has gotten better and the chance for small businesses or mid-sized businesses to be involved is the ability to use it as a content 
uh, platform and that there's a lot of uh, just like we're doing, but there's a lot of regular uh, radio shows out there that, you know, they're getting across information that's good for the community. And there's an opportunity for businesses to tie into that, you know, as part of that content. And then also maybe as, you know, advertising or PR as well. So um, you don't you don't get that on TV. No. All right. And you, um, you know, you can say you have influencers and all and some social media, but you know, it, it's more about the flash in the pan. It's less about the content. And For I think sure. that's I think that's one of the things. And, and that's understanding what's the right fit. Not every business makes sense for radio. All right. Just like not every business social, makes yeah. sense for TikTok. For sure. You know, and I think that's really kind of understanding where you fit and what's the right medium for your audience. Yeah. And I love how you said content. One of the other differentiating factors of radio, uh, this company produces, distributes and sells advertising to its own content. We own the content. Yeah. If you look at TV, most TV stations are airing other people's content. Most the internet, nothing on the internet is their own. It's just passing, sharing information around. Um, so we actually, all of the content in which we create from these studios, we distribute and advertise it. We control the entire environment, which is very rare. And honestly, yeah. one of the biggest flaws that radio has made is is that they relied solely on syndicating shows and and having this web where one station is sending a show to hundreds of stations. There's a lot of reasons why that's wrong first and foremost nothing out of new york is applicable to atlanta nothing out of the of california is applicable to atlanta and yep. radio's strength is its hyper local locality syndicating content which is cheaper and which is easier actually has been what has led to one of the downfalls of radio yep. so we've got in the next two segments we've got a couple of experts coming in so why don't we Hit the high, you know, kind of the the thirty thousand foot level to sure. uh, get, you know, business owners to think about it. And to me, you know, one of the first things is, you know, radio is not uh, the fix all. It's not the only thing you should be doing. And I think, you know, in the past, maybe people thought of it. Okay, it was how do I connect people in drive time in the morning or in the afternoon. But uh, yeah, I've seen it where it's been successful is you have to integrate it with your other parts of marketing, whether it's your digital efforts, whether it's look, if it is about um, certain things, uh, drive time, it might be billboards and the like, but it, it's not to be used by itself. And I think that's the, one of the big change over the last decade. Yeah, and I agree completely. And I think that there's different ways to use radio to fulfill different parts of a sales funnel. That was also something that has been done poorly. Like, you know, it's not always about building brand. It's not always about those last minute clicks and that, that, that end of road attribution. Um, but what about decision and interest and driving purchases? You know, you said it about in, influencer before. Uh, we used to call them endorsers. And there are guys in this radio station that have been influencing this community for 30 years. That's a lot more impactful in the long run than somebody who's a flash in the pan TikTok star. So, you know, influence, we may change the words, but ultimately those endorsers and those community advocates are really powerful in that message. And I think when you talk about, you know, how you use radio, we used to, unfortunately, when I started, really be no, don't spend money in digital. Spend money with us. That is a very poor way to look at it. And there's multiple Absolutely. reasons. But most importantly, if that company is not optimized with their digital presence, how the heck are you going to find them? How yeah. is the radio commercial going to matter? They may say your name 100 times, but if they Google your name and your competitor pops up or you are not, you have no SEO, how are they going to find you? So I think how radio plays into the funnel has changed, but I think most smart radio stations have adapted the way they sell it to be more uh, full funnel oriented. Hey, Nick just meant, uh, made a great point for any uh, business leader out there. If any, whether it's an agency or it's whatever the media is, tells you, no, you need to spend all your money here and focus on me and not any others. I don't care if it's the radio, the digital, the um, 
uh, email, you name it, um, run. Okay, that you got to integrate, and I'm not saying Agency you need to be self-serving. No way! Oh my yeah, goodness, who would have thought? And I don't mean peanut butter across ten different platforms. Okay, but find out your audience and pick the two to four, maybe five if you're a bigger company. Um, but the the media that makes sense for your audience, and that is so critically important, and that's uh, probably even more important than maybe where you choose. Yeah, how you do it and implement it. So I agree. And I also think that sometimes we dilute ourselves with talking about all the other things. Look, at its core, this is a radio station. We have programmatic, we have yeah. podcasts, we have influencers, we have digital, we have events, all those things. But all of those things are driven back to and from the radio station. So ultimately, if we were not good at radio, those other things wouldn't exist. So before you fall for the sleight of hand of, of an advertiser or an agency telling you all these things that they can do, Make sure that their core competency is good. And our core competency, radio's core competency, is reaching a lot of people, a lot of times, very conveniently and easily. That is the most important part of radio, and that should not change across the entire medium. And I think, uh, so one of the things you mentioned there is, you know, you reach it a lot of times, so it's then consistency. And, you know, we'll probably get into the next segment some of the best practices and, and some of the things that haven't worked and, you know, but it is a medium where you have to tell a story. It is a medium where you have to be consistent and understand that, you know, once in a while you, you hit lightning in a bottle and you grab someone the first time something runs. But the reality is it's building that awareness and um, getting your message, being consistent with that and having that sink in over time. Yeah, it's a great point. I think that's where digital comes in and endorsements come in to speed up the response rate. Because one of the hardest things to tell a business over is it's going to take six months to work. And yeah. honestly, when you do explain it and they do understand why, it makes sense. And ultimately, if you think you're building a brand looking for instant gratification, you're foolish, right? The, right. the, the internet is made to get that immediate response and that instant gratification. Um, but, but as you look at those six-month windows, you know, the digital might speed it up because now you are getting that instant gratification and then those curves eventually meet each other. So I think that the hardest part of selling radio uh, is explaining to people in a generation that wants now, 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 is that it's going to take time to, for, it, for it to work. Right. And, and, you know, so if you're a business and, and look, we hear it a lot. We hear the uh, home improvement guys. We hear, um, you know, some of the lawn care and, um, you know, outdoor remodeling type uh, people. If you think that, OK, it's two weeks before the season starts and now's the time to do your campaign, you know, you're too late. Um, not, not that you can't build a campaign, but don't expect, you know, in the first two weeks uh, to, to build up your pipeline um, right before the season because it will take a little bit of time. And you want to be thinking about what the season is, how to build your campaign, how to build the awareness, and then start to integrate it, as you said, maybe with your promotions, email and otherwise, to drive people to making those decisions. Yeah. So, so before Colin comes on, because I don't want him to hear this yeah. part, I'm going to give a tip for radio. If you do go to a company who is a radio station, who you are planning on advertising on, and two weeks beforehand, they not only have inventory but are willing to offer you a discount, that radio station sucks at either selling or what they're putting on air (laughs) because we are sold out almost all the time. And we have a real supply-demand curve. And if you're trying to get on two weeks before the brave season starts, you're paying triple what you were paying if you had done it a month earlier. So if I'm not saying don't advertise. I'm saying if you can get a deal – I, I am an advocate of radio. I think the rising tide lifts all ships. I am just saying that there is a reason that that inventory is available and that product is discounted if it's available two weeks before you start. Well, and that's a great way to ask a question because I've, you know, being on the other side of the, the coin, I have had um, properties that I've dealt with 
that have come in and had businesses pull back. Okay, we're going into potentially recession next yep. year. There will be businesses that pull back, and all of a sudden you have a chance to fill a spot, all right, versus something that is just wide open. That is completely different, and a lot of times you can get in and get a great placement because another business backed out yes. versus having it just wide open empty. Yeah, and I think that that goes back to if you understand marketing and how to market during a recession, then you are smart enough to look for those things, and I think opportunities will present themselves to you. Um, but I think that radio really, it should apply to an airline or a hotel model where the inventory is finite and it, 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 yeah. there's a supply-demand curve towards it. So when you are negotiating, ask those kind of questions because if they're not empowered to have those kind of conversations, you're probably talking to the wrong person. No, no, there's no question about that. So um, hopefully that's a little bit of a uh, kind of a primer to uh, get us started in the discussion. Uh, after the break, we're going to have uh, Colin Wheat of uh, 680 The Fan and uh, Extra 106.3 come in and kind of give some of his background and uh, expertise. And we'll talk a little more uh, you know, about some of the finer points of uh, radio and how to use it. So you're listening to The Marketing Mad Men on Extra 106.3. Don't miss the 10 for $10 produce sale this week at Safeway. Get select produce like large Haas avocados, mangoes, cucumbers, large lemons, green, red, or yellow bell peppers, or 16-ounce bags of Signature Farms baby peeled carrots for only a dollar each. Also this week at Safeway, select meats or buy one, get one free. Get items like Signature Farms 80% lean ground beef or 16-ounce containers of Jenny O 93% lean ground turkey, burger patties or Italian-style or taco-style ground turkey. Buy one, get one free. Visit Safeway.com for more great deals. Now back to the Marketing Mad Men on Extra 106.3 FM. Welcome back to the Marketing Mad Men. Trip Job and Nick Constantino here. And we're uh, fortunate to have Colin Wheat with uh, Dickey Broadcasting. And, uh, I mean, you're pretty much a lifelong uh, radio uh uh, expert, I guess, and uh, it's in your in your family and your blood from yeah. uh, everything I've known for a few years. So, well, first of all, uh, thank you for having me on the show today. Yeah. And uh, yes, I am a third generation radio person. It's kind of crazy thinking that radio has been around for three generations, but uh, I, I'm proud to have three fa three uh, family members. I've all been in the business of radio, and uh, more importantly, uh, we've had some great success in radio, and that's one of the things that uh, we are proud of. And uh, you know, some people might call me a radio junkie, I guess. Yeah, well, uh, radio and sports junkie, and obviously that uh, ties into 680. But um, why don't you give a little more about your background? I mean, you've seen uh, not just here in Atlanta, but you've gotten a pretty broad spectrum of uh, of the industry in your yeah, career. So, so I've worked for now uh, four different radio companies, uh, J-Core, Clear Channel, Cumulus, and now on the private side of Dickey Broadcasting. Uh, I've been in sales my entire career, and uh, I always say that the great part about sales is uh, the ability to help businesses grow and uh, sustain their relevance in a local marketplace. And that's the, ultimately the, the strength of what and why I love radio is the ability for uh, local business to grow. And by the way, national business grows through radio too, but the thing that I've always had the pleasure of dealing with is the local advertiser, the guy that uh, is trying to figure out whatever keeps them up at night. Well, I think one of the things we're going to jump into is how do we help businesses um, understand where radio fits in that mix? But you mentioned a, a comment in your time here with Dickie. Um, I bet you've got clients that have probably been, or maybe you give a range, either some that just came on this year to some that may go back five or 10 years. I mean, I think that's that maybe is 
can speak to the testament of radio by the length of some some clients that you've seen. Yeah, the, the, the line that our owner, David Dickey, likes to say is that we measure our clients uh, not by days and years, but by decades. And I think you can look at some of the great brands that we've worked with over those uh, past 20, well, actually 30 years we'll be celebrating next year for Dickey oh. Broadcasting. And you know, you think about the Frank Duffy at Duffy Realty of Atlanta, the Superior Plumbing, uh, the Artisan Custom Closets. These are all uh, you know decade-long advertisers with us, and they've really built their business. And, and there are big national brands they're competing against, and they built their brand on a local level by doing two things: one, remaining consistent on radio. They've been through. You think about 2008. Obviously, we had a downturn mm-hmm. in the economic situation. We're we're now going through what they call another inflationary or economic downturn, and you're seeing that again. Mm-hmm. You're going to see the brands locally that want to compete remain strong through their marketing efforts. Yeah, and you know, before we get to the uh, the specific questions, because I think where radio goes, how it fits in the marketing mix is all important. I do want to point out that Colin has a pretty tenured legacy here um, across radio and everything, but single-handedly the most important thing to his legacy <laughs> will be hiring me to Dickey Broadcasting Company. Uh, so we're tethered together now, and all the success will be based upon what I do over the next couple of years. So wanted to point that out. So let's start. So Colin, let's, let's kind of go back to the beginning, the easy part. Uh, where does radio fit in today's marketing mix? When you look at a full funnel approach, when you look at digital, where does radio fit in? Um, and then how do people use it properly? You know, ultimately, I think people have always looked at radio as a, uh, what I would oftentimes refer to it as an aerial assault. It, it, it creates brand awareness. But the reality of radio is that it actually has the ability to be at both at the top and at the bottom of the funnel. Uh, top of the funnel being the brand awareness, the bottom of the funnel is actually creating and driving direct sales. Uh, mm-hmm. And that is what you see all the time. You great example of that uh, you'll see on radio is Omaha Steaks or My Pillow, uh, where they're, they're mm-hmm. literally driving direct sales. How many calls did we get off of that actual right. ad that we uh, put on radio? And the great thing is radio can be very successful on that side of things. However, I've always said that if you use radio properly, you don't try to create an urgent message. You try to create a long-term brand. Uh, I, I, I use the idea of it is if you go into a battle, you would love to have the aerial assault and the ground warriors uh, down there fighting hand-to-hand. You need both. Right. If you don't have both, it's a very difficult uh, war to win. And, and I truly believe that radio has the unique ability to do both in both ways. However, one thing I've always said is you, you talked about the word media mix. There has to be a media mix. Radio's yeah. great strength is working in conjunction with other advertising, whether that's digital, whether you know, in the old days that was Yelp pages, uh, but it needs to have that additional assistance. Yeah, works great well, with billboards. Colin, I knew Colin could talk. I didn't know he was actually listening to us before the break, but uh, yeah. yes, <laughs> no, we agree. Um, you know, I think one of the things you hit on that consistency, and we were talking about, let's use the home improvement guys and um you know it is a case of you need to be consistent throughout the year now you may ramp up your mix shortly before certain types of seasons you know maybe the early spring season or the the fall winter you know type season but um you know that idea that some of these uh, long-term advertisers have been there and they're always keeping the brand relevant but then they maybe have two or three times of the year they amp it up a little bit, you know, not to try to just grab uh, that promotion, but that's the time that they they know some more decisions are going to be coming. You know, what's interesting about marketing is the, the ultimate goal is to be known before you need it. That's right. one of the key statements we always say in advertising is that if you're not known before you need it, it's really hard to create that urgency uh, that is desired when the actual product is needed. 
But there's different ways you can look at marketing. You look at in the pest control business, uh, you have some businesses that say, you know what, in Atlanta, Georgia, or across Georgia, bugs are happening 12 months a year. You have other ones that sit and say during the spring and fall, the only times we need to be on the air because that's when bugs are really trying to get in the house. Different philosophies, and they're both very successful companies. I look at marketing very simple. If you have a plan and you stick to that plan, it's amazing how oftentimes you'll be successful. And that goes to your consistency that you you spoke about. And I obviously, to me, I want marketing to be something that we focus on with more than just consistent, but also the message. Messaging in in radio is so important. What are you ultimately trying to get out of the actual marketing message itself? Yeah, no, that's, that's critical. And that's that alignment and that message. And, and, you know, you talked about strategy even. If you don't know what you're trying to accomplish, then you can't get the messaging right in general. And then how do you get that message right for a radio medium that's different? You don't – you're creating the imagery, right? Yeah, theater um, and, of the mind. Maybe, yeah, Huge exactly. Part of it so all. I think that's – um, you know, one of the questions was what's the biggest misconception of radio? And maybe that's – you know, we can tie that into the messaging is how do you get your messaging across in radio? And is that really a challenge? The first thing is, is we oftentimes try to put too much in an individual message itself. And advertising, especially when it comes to radio, whether it's a 60, 30, or 15, needs to be focused on one message. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, and I think oftentimes we want to be uh, a, a lot to a lot of different people. But when we think about marketing, we have the ability to run different commercials and create different messaging for different commercials. But we have to remember we got to create frequency off each one of those messages. In each commercial, there needs to be one focus. The thing I also want to mm-hmm. make sure that everyone knows about radio is that there is the ability, and I, I hear this about the internet. Well, I can really put a message out there on Facebook, and I can I can focus on men thirty five sixty four, and they live in this area. Radio does the same thing. Yeah, radio has the same ability to reach a, a defined audience. You know, I I, I joke for six eight of the fan. Uh, we we deliver an audience that is a little bit broader because sports is more universal and it's more you know there, there aren't limitations to sports however when you think about our sister station and and really the core audience for 680 is a male that's 45 to 54 years old that's the ultimate core it's broader than than that but what's the sister station well the sister station might be like a q100 as i said the mad mom in a minivan and and, and we can define what those audiences are and I think that that's what makes radio so exciting. And that's what makes it so affordable to buy, too. Yeah, that's a great point. And I think back to, you know, all the times I'm sitting on the other side of the desk and I'm dealing with um, various uh, media and agencies. And, you know, the key is we always would look at what are some of our target demographics and then what are the whether it was print, whether it was radio, whether it was at TV at times. And that is a little bit of the mass. So we wanted some of that. And then we wanted the digital that, yeah, maybe it is a little more fine-tuned. But by itself, we couldn't just rifle shot. We needed, to your point, the air cover, right? And so, you know, a lot of, I think, misconceptions are that businesses can't target through radio, print, et cetera. And you actually can. It's where you choose to put your message. And that's that starting point. Yeah. And I think two two misconceptions that I think we can talk about, uh, at least from our standpoint, are one, that you can't target, and two, you can't track. 
Okay, yep. so technology has evolved, radio has evolved. Uh, can't target is absolutely insane, and the reason I say that is because we have such advanced data nowadays. Streaming radio, the app has helped us bring in such large data sets that now we are not basing on who we're targeting on million person sample sizes, right? I'm not saying every radio station has that capability, but what I'm saying is Nielsen as a core is flawed in how they go about this. Sample size is too small, too much margin for error. So if you look at who we're reaching, I can tell you what time of day we're reaching. Well, I can tell you that the Braves audience is different than the regular audience. I can tell you that the Georgia Tech audience is different. I can tell you what they like, what they do, what they're interested in. That gets really granular. I'm not yeah. saying you need to use that all the time, but the misconception is, is that you have more data on the internet. Well, we have a sample size of a million people on the internet that are also a sample size of the radio. So we have that ability. The other one is, is, is results, and are we driving results and trackability? Uh, we have an a, attribution system that will literally listen to the radio station, hear every time your company is mentioned, and then track web lift within 10 to 15 minutes of that, web, that that spot running that is powerful for multiple reasons but as that product evolves now we can track which keywords are searching mm -hmm. for now we can track if you're coming in organically or direct so all of a sudden now not only are we tracking the direct response which Colin talked about not only are we tracking the hey your buddies called you said you heard you on the radio but now we're tracking web lift and how that's coming in through what channels so that is an incredibly powerful tool and what we've come to realize in looking at that is if you can get direct up on your channels, that means people are typing your website in. That means radio is working. For the longest time, Google and all of the web companies has taken credit for that end of funnel. Well, if it's organic search, where the heck do you think they heard the brand? They never heard of the brand on Google. They're searching for something they heard of. So before everyone gets wooed and distracted by these digital companies coming in offering these things, ask those questions. Ask what the organic search lift was. Ask what the direct was. Because those are things that radio and TV and billboards really add to that the misconception is that they're not driving results. But realistically, people are searching for you. That is a result. Right. That is driving action. Um, so I, I just I had to throw it out there. I had to get into the weeds. I, I know. Yeah. But, but um, so on that note, Callum, the podcasts, let's talk about podcasts. And yes, this is a podcast, so please ignore whatever he's going to say <laughs> negative. Um, podcasts are sexy right now. We've seen CPMs for $25, which just for some context, we get availed to this day for $6 radio. And that's saying that a podcast is four times more valuable than, than a radio, right, yeah. which is insane. But um, how do they stack up against radio? What would you recommend to people looking to buy podcasts? Um, and please go gentle on us. Yeah, look, I, I think it's real simple when you think about the podcast industry. I grew up in radio, and the idea of radio is radio works with reach and frequency. You have to reach a certain amount of people, and you have to do it frequently enough. I think about it with my kids. I have to tell them to turn off the lights after they leave a, re <laughs> a room multiple times. And by the way, it's still a continuing effort on yeah. myself and my wife every single day to try to convince my kids to turn off lights. That's frequency at its best. The problem with podcasts is that they're produced on a weekly basis. This podcast yeah. is done once a week. And you think about frequency. It takes a long time when it comes to frequency to do things over week after week after week. It will work. Podcasts will work for advertising. That's w yeah. without a doubt. The bottom line, though, is most advertisers aren't willing to wait week after week right. after week. So it's establishing the expectation of what people are to get when they buy a podcast. And then the reach. I, I, and I, I could be wrong on this statement, but I think to be in the top 1% of all podcasts downloaded, you have to have 100 downloads. That's it. Wow. Which means the reach of an individual podcast is very slim. 
Yeah. It, it, it's just not as broad as you well, think. We it are is. one percenters. Well, so so the number that was a COVID number. A lot of podcasts have fallen off the face of the earth since yeah. then. So probably, but even more so, if you are in three thousand downloads, you're in the top point zero one percent of wow. podcasts. And to be honest with you, our radio station at any moment is hitting tens of thousands of people. Our stream for Six A the Fan hits more than most podcasts at any given time. Yeah. So I think you know the, there is value in some of the bigger name podcasts, right? Yeah. Economic it, stuff you should know. Those bigger ones, those have core audiences. They're listened to all the time. But ask what podcast you're going to be on because if it's a flash in the pan one, the, the response rate is just not the same. Yeah, and I think it's part of layering. So what you're talking about is, um, you know, because it may take longer, if that's the only thing you're doing, you're going to have a problem. But if it's layered in a podcast with radio, with digital, with other mediums, that's how you work it together. Ultimately, the media mix that you yeah. have to have. I want to use this reference to go back to radio. I, I talked about my father being in radio. In 1970, radio had a 93% reach of people listening to radio on a weekly basis. This is what's crazy. The, the smallest age group right now is 18 to 34-year-olds using radio, and it's still 84% of 18 to 34-year-olds use radio each and every week. Think about that. That's an insane number. And when you get to the older, it gets up to that 93% level. And Radio really hasn't changed. While we continue to see all these new media develop, whether it is podcasting, whether it is streaming, radio relatively itself has remained unchallenged or non-challenged. And I think that's the great part of what the industry has. Now, the cool thing about radio is that the wording changes. It's now called audio. Yeah, we're in an audio industry. <laughs> we talked about influencer versus endorser. Right? It, is, it is amazing how quickly it switched. Yeah, so... Um, you know, we talked a lot of different things. What would be the one thing you would give a potential advertiser as a kind of a, um, you know, top advice or top one or two things? We talked a little bit about messaging, but I think that we can get deep in the weeds there. But what else would you give them as advice? You know, I, I use a great, I like to use analogies. Yeah. And the first analogy I always tell people is when they want to lose weight and they go to their gym, do they start measuring their success one week into going to the gym? Well, too often, people do, and then they yeah. stop going to the gym. That happens in radio, too. When you want to build your business, it can't be done in one week or two weeks. It, it's got to be done over time. If you go to the gym for six months, likelihood, you're going to see success. And you're going to see success in losing weight. You're going to feel better about right. yourself. The same thing happens in advertising. If you're on the air for six months, you'll start seeing your advertising work. Yeah. It takes time to build. It just doesn't happen overnight. Yeah, there's another tie-in with that analogy. Also, if you go to the gym once a week, it's very different than if you go to the gym six times a week. So if you're trying sure. to really lose weight and you went for six months, but you're only doing one day a week, well, how much progress are you going to make? However, if you go six days out of the week, that's the same thing as frequency. Right. If you want to start in radio by only spending $1,000 a month, it might take up two, month, two years to get going because realistically, all you're doing is spreading that investment level. So the analogy works yeah. on many levels. Yeah, in radio, don't, I don't dabble. I mean, we, you know, taking the analogy, uh, Colin and I have a friend that uh, goes to the gym once or twice a week, and he probably spends 15, 15 minutes of the entire workout actually working out and the rest of the time dabbling and talking and other things, right? So the same thing. If you, if you pick, okay, well, I'll, I'll, I'll do this for a week, and then I'll come back in two weeks, it, it's just not going to work. Yeah, I think ultimately radio, when you talk about radio, the other piece of advice I would give people is to make sure as you put a schedule together, don't forget about the actual copy itself. It is yeah. the one thing we get lost in is I got to get the right price, the right, you know, but the message is just as important as price. If you don't have a message, if you don't have something that is, is what you're trying to track, 
are you driving that in the message? You know, and I, I use the example where you know, Nick talked about attribution. We've had numerous times where advertisers will say, well, my phone didn't ring. And then you look at the commercial itself and they don't even put the phone number in the commercial. They don't have a number that's rememberable. Right. Uh, you know, no the, call to action. You've my website have... didn't go up. My traffic didn't go up. Well, you never told people what the website is. Huh. You were just talking about your business. And, and that's great because you will create some uh, trackability, residual, yeah. Uh, yeah. residual effect <clears throat> on that. But the reality is, is you have to have your marketing message actually needs to uh, align with what the marketing goals are. There, there's three things that need to come out, whether it's the 15, the 30, the 60. But there's, there is your brand. There's the pain point. What are you solving? All right. And then there is that call to action. And then everything else can paint that story. But if yeah. you don't have those three things, you're, you're, you're already sunk, right? Yeah. And I think you start with those when you write a spot. Right. Like if you don't have those in mind, all the imagery and the whimsy, all that stuff doesn't matter if you don't have those things it was set up from the absolute very beginning of all that. You need those things set up. Yeah. So ultimately with radio, the, the very simple message I tell people is entertain, engage. And the final thing you want to remember is to ask, in a sense, for the business. Uh, we, we have to do that in sales all the time. We have to actually ask for the business. Yep. And if you're trying to drive results, you need to ask for the yep. business. And you need to do it in an entertaining and engaging way. And, that's a, and I would also use another E, emotional way to, oftentimes. When you drive emotion, you drive results. And that's the great part about radio. And I think that's the difference in mass media. Uh, when you think about things from a mass media standpoint, it is unbelievable how much influence those radio commercials have. When you say something, we had a campaign once that we specifically said, type this in the browser window because the SEO was rigged. So if you were searching for it, something else will come up. We said, type this. The, the, the entire company changed and all of a sudden saw this, all the success because we were telling people what to do. It sounds crazy, but you are dealing with 100 Three, four hundred thousand people at a time. That is the masses. The masses are very easily influenced by things they have an emotional connection to, and that is something yeah. to take advantage of as you're going through this. Yeah. So, Kyle, what advice would you give? All right. So that was a new client. What about somebody? We're going into recession. We all know it. We don't want to say the dreaded R word. What do you say to people that are trying to take radio or thinking of taking radio out of their marketing mix? Yeah, I think right now it's more important than ever to actually ask for business. Um, you know, th there's a lot of people that we've dealt with that said, you know, we we couldn't keep people from buying our product. Well, now you have to influence. You know, there's going to be a finite number of dollars out there that people are willing to spend. And when you get to that finite number of dollars, you are now competing harder for that money than you've ever competed before. So you have to give a reason why somebody is going to choose their product over maybe something that's yeah. not even their product. I use the example, you know, oftentimes the Atlanta Braves, right across the street from us here at our offices. You know, who, is, who are they competing against for season ticket sales? Some people will say, oh, they're competing against the Hawks or the Falcons. They're not competing about the Hawks any, or Falcons. Any entertainment. It Without could be a doubt. restaurant. It, it could be, you name it, just it's it taking the family out. It could be a jet out. ski, buying yeah. a jet ski. It could be a movie ticket. There's a lot of ways for you yeah. to spend those marketing dollars. And so they need to showcase the value of what a Braves ticket does for you as an individual when you go to have that experience. Yeah, and I want to throw this out because, again, it's a relevant point. But one of the radio's strengths is also point of purchase, right? When you're reaching somebody about going to a restaurant, wouldn't you rather reach them when they're in their car driving looking for somewhere to eat? So that's another really yeah. strong suit. I mean, you, you're driving by a stadium. You hear the commercial. You're driving out to do – it's just a really good place to reach people when they have call to action. Sitting on your couch watching television, are you really thinking about two weeks down the road or what you're eating at that moment? It is a really good place to reach people. The last thing – and this is kind of a – Man, you are in a when you're in your car and you're driving, there are so many laws against what you can and can't do, right? You can't pick up a phone, you can't call, you can't distract. Now, we all drive. 
there are maniacs that do all of these things the wrong way. But when you think about it, your attention is really fixated on what you were doing in that car. So radio has a really clear message. When you reach an audience, you're doing it. Now, I'm gonna ask everybody in this yeah. room, when you're watching TV, how many other things are you doing? How many kids are you chasing around? How many snacks are you getting? How many times are you playing with your phone, checking scores? You're not completely engaged. It's gotta be a really great product for you to be right. completely engaged. You are somehow, and this was a misconception, more engaged in your car than you are when you are doing browsing the internet or going. So that, that is a it's really a, important it's point. It's a release at some point. So we got about uh, a little over a minute left. Um, you know, there's a lot that has happened. What do you see happening in the next year or two to three years in radio? How do you see it continue to evolve? Well, for the first steps are starting to be made already. You look at play, uh, products like the Ford Lightning just uh, eliminated AM radio inside yeah. their car. And, and, and while everyone is in panic mode about AM radio, the reality is is that people still will have FM. Most radio stations are on FM. And the second thing is there's apps. I think you're going to continue to see people learn to use their phones more, and they're going to just change the way they basically engage with the product, specifically radio, that they've always loved. As long as you have engaging entertainment on the radio, you 100% will have listeners. Yeah, no, I actually this week uh, was the friend who just found out about the station driving. He's a realtor. Um, and he's like, this is great. And then he goes, but how do you how do you listen to it at night? And I go, here's the app. He didn't even know about the app. So we got him downloaded last night. You we know. always think that everybody does it, and it's such a small community that actually understands it. It's out there for everybody to get. The adoption rate. I mean, it takes so long to get people to adopt. It's crazy. Yeah, well, this is uh, fantastic, Colin. Uh, we, thanks for joining us, and always good to have you on here. And, uh, uh, you know, I'm not sure about Nick and, and how that's going to be on to your be, career. To be determined. To be determined. But uh, anyhow, we'll be right back. We are the Marketing Mad Men on Extra 106.3. Don't miss the 10 for $10 produce sale this week at Safeway. Get select produce like large Haas avocados, mangoes, cucumbers, large lemons, green, red, or yellow bell peppers, or 16-ounce bags of Signature Farms baby peeled carrots for only a dollar each. Also this week at Safeway, select meats or buy one, get one free. Get items like Signature Farms 80% lean ground beef or 16-ounce containers of Jenny O 93% lean ground turkey, burger patties or Italian-style or taco-style ground turkey. Buy one, get one free. Visit Safeway.com for more great deals. Now back to the Marketing Mad Men on Extra 106.3 FM. Welcome back. Trip Job and Nick Constantino here on the Marketing Mad Men. You know, we just had a great uh, discussion and I think, you know, giving you a flavor of what uh, radio has been, what it is, and what it's going to become with Colin. And I think uh, you know, from my experience over 25 years uh, sitting on the marketing side, you know, I've dealt with a lot of media properties and a lot of uh, agencies. And so I'm kind of, I get used to what um, the typical sell is. And sometimes uh, those of us business owners out there get get a little bit, our eyes start to roll. But why don't we uh, take a, a different perspective and maybe, uh, you know, help those business owners with, um, you know, someone who's been doing this day in and day out. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm proud to introduce now Jill Bernhardt. Uh, Jill has been with us for a couple of months now, two, three months now, I think. And she has a, a wealth of experiences in radio and sales in general. And we're going to talk a little bit more on the local level, the ground attack, if you will, about why radio has succeeded and, and how to be really good at it. Um, so, Jill, b before we go to that, give the brief synopsis, because you've been all, all around town of, I've been all over of, the of the qualifications in which brought you to be on this radio show, please. <laughs> wow, I'm not sure that there's any, but um, thank you for having me. Um, I have been doing, honestly, local radio starting in an unrated market in upstate New York 
in more years ago than I'm going, mm-hmm. going to admit loudly here. Uh, but I've been in Atlanta radio since 1999. I have been at one, two, three, four groups counting this one, but one of them I was there more than once. Okay. Which I think that's good when they'll that's have you good. back. Yeah. They, they, um, so that's uh, so I and I've always been in sales. Um, I took the leap over to management for a while. I am really, really happy to be just back in sales and doing what radio does best. Which what that is is you make these relationships with these clients and you can, and you solve their problems. You help them. You, you know, you help them figure out something that they didn't. You're a sounding board to them day and day because mm-hmm. they forget what's going on. Because to them, things sound really normal or it sounds, you know, they're so used to saying the same things over and over again or their problems are the same and they need a different set of eyes and ears, quite honestly. So you listen to what their problems are, you're creative, and you become somebody they trust. And that's what radio can do. And radio's nimbleness, too, of being able to be seasonal, being able to be, quite honestly, moment to moment. For sure. That you can't change, you know... You're certainly not television creative. For sure. Um, and digital creative is hard to change that quickly as well. Audio can be live. For sure. And it's it's been really fun to be a part of it. Yeah, and I think one of the things for context is this radio station alone, two radio stations, we have 12 salespeople, right? When you think about that, that is 12 people out on the streets spreading the love of this radio station where we go and spreading the gospel of this station. I would be shocked if a company like Google and Facebook even had 12 people in a city like Atlanta, which is insane. To not have that connection, to not lean on those relationships makes the business transactional, which is the enemy of business in my opinion. Well, and, and that's uh, what you were talking about is solving problems. If you can't understand your clients, how are you really gonna solve the problem? And not only that, how are you gonna have any context? Because you've gotta understand they're not operating their businesses in a vacuum. And Atlanta's a different city. And it's so interesting sometimes, and this is part of what I love about local sales and working with local mm-hmm. businesses, is that you'll talk to the big brands, and they're being planned, and no offense, but by a 24-year-old in New York City <laughs> who doesn't ever get in a car, so thinks nobody yeah. rides in cars anymore. Jill's only 25, by the yeah. way. Exactly. Right. <laughs> exactly. And they don't do email. They only text. And yeah. But the worst thing, though, is quite honestly, they do think that people aren't listening to radio yeah. because they're in their focus group of one. They're not. Right. Um, so, yeah, working with these local businesses. I, re- I remember when I had, we were getting calls from Facebook and they were trying to get us to advertise. And we were talking through this and to talk about a 25-year-old girl. We had talked about uh, we were advertising Extra 106.3. And we were talking about the importance of Rush Limbaugh passing. And she goes, oh, who's that? <laughs> and, and, and no offense. It doesn't matter where you politically lean. That is probably the single most influential person to ever grace any form of media. And this person had no clue they existed. So two things. One, they didn't do any research in our company. And number two, my goodness gracious, you have to at least know, even if you're appalled by it. So I think that's important. What about the connection to the community? Because that's something you see day in and day out and something I think radio should pride itself on more. Yeah, I mean, radio does, we're good citizens. We're good mm-hmm. corporate citizens is what you see, especially from local companies where you we do things where we help the local hospitals. We help other charities. We get involved in, you know, road races and walks that are making dollars, you know, that are generating dollars for these um for these charities, but they also, the local personalities, they learn what what's important to them. They understand that this personality has two kids and um, they've spent a lot of time at the children's hospital, so that's an important thing to them. And they talk about it and make it feel real right. in a way that 
no other it, it's it's an intimate one-on-one conversation so talk about that a little bit on the local stage you know there's i, I from time to time i'll have businesses say well you know we probably can't afford to to have local talent or a personality or whatever how does that come about how should someone think about using it and you know relatively is it affordable um, you know, depending on who you use. But what's what's the right decision to determine who you go after? Quite honestly, I feel like if it's organic, is like that's the, the jackpot. Okay. Is if you're a business and you know that somebody uh, is local talent and they actually are your customer. That right there is the, that's the jackpot because they don't have to, you know, they don't have to manufacture anything. Um, or, and then so the next step would be to introduce, have the your salesperson introduce them okay. to your product. And they... It's got to be genuine because you can really tell when you hear and it's not. But most of these people, they're just these local talent are local people who live in in your city and they function. They get in their cars and they go to work and they have you know families and they do. And so they do use these products and we trust them. And that's the other thing that radio can bring is credibility to a charity, to a community, to a product, anything. It brings it, it makes it feel real and like, oh, okay, I heard it on the radio, so it must be real. Uh, and yeah. I will say one thing for the for the advertiser, we're very protective over who uses endorsements. One, because if everybody used one, the station would sound horrible. Two, yeah. we're rebranding this station based upon your brand. I'm not doing it for a month. These are minimums attached to it, so you got to be right. serious about advertising. And if you are, there are very few cases where the right endorser will not benefit your brand. Um, so that's just how we go about it. I'm sure everybody does it a little bit differently. We also have live reads, which are it's essential to be able to do it on the fly that dynamic dynamism dynamism the dynamism that jill was talking about is that you know what if it rains can they talk about hey it's raining we're time to get waterproofing that 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 goes a long flexibility it goes a really long way all right so we got about two minutes left jill so you've been with now dickie broadcasting for two three months um what has the experience been like i'll leave the room just in case (laughs) no Uh, no i will i am so grateful quite honestly because um it wasn't something I thought I was going to do, and for a lot of reasons, it happened. And like every day, I'm like, I can't believe they pay me to do this, mm. because I'm bringing a product that I'm see work. I'm I'm seeing how it works, but I'm seeing that they're listening and creating solutions. And at the end of the day, if a business owner is writing their check, they're writing their you know this is essentially they're pulling out their checkbook. And I'm not calling on any big accounts. I'm not working with Home Depot. You know, people's like where you say, what's the budget? They don't have a budget, and they're going to write me a check. So it better work. And I have the creative, I've got the tools here to make it work. So it's just been really, really fun to see that radio's not going anywhere. No matter what anybody says, it, it's here, it works, yeah. and just do it right. Yeah, no, awesome. it's, uh, Love it. you know, it's been around, it's proven. It, look, it's evolved. We all have to evolve, right? Absolutely. But I think there's, uh, just talking about the apps and other ways to uh, connect your message and the ability is, uh, I think Nick was saying earlier, to, you know, bring it with other parts of your marketing mix through the digital and really build a whole strategic plan is so critical. Absolutely. I mean, as, as I've been able to br- work with some clients I had worked with in other places, I don't want them to do just this. You want them to do no. a bunch of things or a variety of things that are strategic and not just throwing spaghetti at the wall yeah. that have, you know, so you've got a plan and get results. Absolutely. Well, uh, Jill, thanks so much. And Colin, uh, appreciate you joining us. Um, you know, this is kind of the second in our series of talking about different medium at last week doing social media and then radio today. And over the next, uh, next month or so, Nick and I plan to uh, hit, um, we're going to hit, uh, print. We're going to try to get into TV. We'll do, uh, um, SEO and digital and a few others, sports sports marketing. marketing. So we're trying to give you a sense of all that. So, uh, great week and, um, enjoyed it. You've been listening to the marketing. Mad Men on Extra 106.3.
Don't miss the 10 for $10 produce sale this week at Safeway. Get select produce like large Haas avocados, mangoes, cucumbers, large lemons, green, red, or yellow bell peppers, or 16-ounce bags of Signature Farms baby peeled carrots for only a dollar each. Also this week at Safeway, select meats or buy one, get one free. Get items like Signature Farms 80% lean ground beef or 16-ounce containers of Jenny O 93% lean ground turkey, burger patties or Italian-style or taco-style ground turkey. Buy one, get one free. Visit Safeway.com for more great deals. A lifetime of hard work, children laughing in the kitchen, family photos on a restaurant wall, a legacy that lives on. It all comes from the power of a conversation, like the one Tommy Hall had with First Horizon Bank about taking over his father's Charleston-based restaurant business. Now the table is set for a whole new generation. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Tommy. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. The fan is ready for brave season. Are you? 3-1 smoked high in the air, deep center field, and heading for the horizon. A home run by Olsen. We're streaming every game of the Braves 2024 season free on the 680 The Fan app. So make sure you download it now and don't miss a pitch of the Braves this season.